We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. My main Warriors question, though, like about the team, about the franchise right now. Can you really still find the light switch on the wall? Great teams can walk into a dark room, and they can still flip the switch. They know where it is. They know how to reach it. They know which way it toggles. And flipping the switch is no problem for great teams, even in dark rooms. Is the room so dark they can't find the switch? Are they actually looking for the switch right now? If they were to find the switch in the dark room on the dark wall, can they actually... Still flip it. We know that they've got a great starting five, but are they still a great team? Right? I think the answer right now has to be a, I'm only using the evidence they put in front of us. No. Are they good? Yeah, they're good. Are they great? Five of them are. Five of them together represent an element of NBA greatness, but collectively, the entire team is far, far and away from anything that is a great basketball thought, week in, week out, stretch of games in, stretch of games out. A lack of consistency means you, you, you're, you can't be regarded as great. They were 30 and 11 a year ago. They're 10 games worse. And the reason why they're 10 games worse, and you can put these in any order you want, injuries, inconsistency, shoddy defense, bad second unit. And some of that has changed for the better, but... You know, they were going great guns defensively for a while. In the last three games, it's not there again. Now, either they're aging and they can't play defense the way they used to, or they have too many guys who don't play def- defense consistently well, night in and night out, which is what they got in the last decade. And like I said, maybe this is just normal, you know, 33-year-olds don't defend the way 28-year-olds defend. But I do believe there is also sort of a, a sense that we're not, we're not together yet. And I don't know if that means the, the two-team the, the two parallel line development isn't working as well as they thought. Or they're not getting enough from enough other people. And that to me sounds like roster construction more than it does anything else so maybe it's across the board they're not as sharp as they were a year ago and that includes Bob Myers because this team doesn't look like any of the others in terms of cohesion it doesn't and it's 
there are enough links of the same DNA between last year and this year where you wouldn't think it would be so difficult to overcome. So I guess maybe my follow-up. How about this? Let, let me ask you. Are you still leaving a corner of your mind open to the actual thought and possibility they could be in the NBA Finals again this year? Yeah, because the NBA Finals are largely determined by what you do starting in March. Right. We're that's, when you, that's when you either are healthy or you're not, and you start to build up momentum for the postseason or you don't. We're a long ways away from that, and... We just saw it represented in the NBA Finals on the other half of the bracket last year. That was a very ho-hum beginning to Boston season to the point where they were talking about breaking that team up and trading whoever they had to to just change direction, to change gears, to find more cohesion. And then around the All-Star break, the Celtics built a wall of defense that very few teams climbed over, and all of a sudden... You know, everyone's talking about them and favoring them almost over the Warriors in the NBA Finals. That's what Boston just did last year. And I'm going to say, if Boston could do that, there is a chance, conceivably, the Warriors could be doing that too. Which means, you know, following that model, they don't make that big dramatic trade. And I honestly don't know where that big dramatic trade is coming from. I don't know who that big dramatic player necessarily is that could come in here and change so dramatically just how you think about this team conceptually where you'd be like, okay, they, they did what? They added who? Oh, well then, in that case, see you in the finals, everybody. I, I don't know what that that trade is. No, I think, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 just, so let me just ask you, if if they are who they are and they're going to stay on the hand that they have dealt themselves and have been dealt, when are they going to start taking the season seriously? Because I think that that's been a problem, too. Like, when do the Golden State Warriors actually believe their season starts in terms of, all right, no more messing around, no more we drop the balls at home game against the Orlando Magic or the Detroit Pistons? I used to say, what, every team, every season is built into a, a, a you know 15-game head start before it starts to matter, then we pushed it to 20 now we pushed it to 30. Are we pushing this thing out to 40, 50 games of just, yeah, we're just kind of, you know, wading ourselves in the shallow end of the pool before we really dive in and start swimming in the big boy end of the pool. And once we do that, oh, man, we're going to be Michael Phelps. Like, don't don't worry about us. When we really start paddling, we'll be swimmers. Well, they lost 12 of 17 last year before they ran off five wins at the end of the year. And those five wins at the end of the year were enough momentum for them to show who they were in the postseason. It was also the return of Curry there, too. True, but, you know, I mean, that, that the nature of this is you stay within, you know, fighting distance. And then if you, you know, you hit the gear right, you know, it can be as little as five games. It could be as little as ten. So in terms of a a date where they have to show or show or go that could be you know game 72 but in terms of who they are that needs to start happening sooner maybe post all-star break and who they are should be a team that's hard to play and right now they're not consistently a hard team to play they certainly weren't a hard team to play last night 
they weren't a terribly hard team to play against Detroit or Orlando. And that's all down to defense. And defense is about don't foul, you know, don't make the stupid mistake, you know, guarding the wrong guy or letting the wrong guy open. You know, that's where the inconsistency to me is, is that they are not playing consistently well defensively as a unit. They have great defense from Draymond Green. They have very good defense, I think, from Andrew Wiggins. But after that, who's their great defender? Who's the who's the third guy who provides sort of the the glue that makes everybody else better? I'm and not, I'm not seeing it. Now, I don't. I mean, Divincenzo on occasion. Well, but on occasion isn't glue. On occasion Kaminga is on occasion. On occasion. Yeah. So I mean, that to me is that that to me is the tell when they start putting together game after game where they're committing fewer fouls than the other team, when they're shooting a better percentage than the other team, and when they're allowing fewer shot attempts than the other team. I, it's, you know, all those things work together. And there are, you know, greater nuances to defense than just those three things. But on the assumption that most people listening are not head coaches in the NBA, uh, you can tell what the Warriors are by the way they play defense more than how they shoot. You know, the you know, the, the idea, well, Curry didn't shoot well tonight, but Curry, there are going to be games when they don't shoot well. But on the games where they don't shoot well, they have to see to it that the other team shoots worse. And that's about consistency of defense, which they have not provided in any, you know, measurable, materially way, material way for the bulk of the first half of the year. I mean, for the first 20 games, they played almost none. You know, and so, you know, their 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 year-to-year defense numbers look worse. But it's really about the consistency. Where they'll have a five-game burst where they can stop teams from doing things. And then you get the last three games, two of which are inexcusable. Because those are teams that you should be able to defend night in and night out without problem. To me, what would be most scary for the Golden State Warriors, if we could sodium pentothal, Steve Kerr, the players, Bob Myers, Joe Lacob too, the whole franchise. Ah, hell, we'll even, we'll even sodium pentothal Raymond Ritter. We'll, we'll get them all. Nothing but the truth. Here to me is what would be the scary thing, is if you got the truth out of them and they told you, yeah, we've officially taken off from the starting blocks. We are out here giving a best effort. We are trying. This is the best we can do. If that is the best the Warriors can do, then they absolutely need to start doing something else right now. If if they haven't blown the whistle yet, you know, kind of disappointed in that. It's really not how you became the Golden State Warriors, but the way up the mountain and the way down the mountain are two different things. I get it. I really do. It's just natural sports life cycles. It's a natural NBA competitive life cycle. I get it. I do. But if this thing is really their best effort, then there are problems afoot right now. Serious problems. If after being sodium pentothal, they admit like, yeah, dude, we basically said we're not going to worry about the first 50 games of this year this year. We're just really not. We know that we can, like I said earlier, find that switch in the wall when we walk, walk into the dark room of the playoffs. We know where that light switch is. We know which way it flips. We'll flip it. 
and we'll do it with about 30 games left to play. If you could tell me that, if that's what the plan is, I wish that they would share that with us because I'd feel a lot better about what it is we're seeing because what we're seeing, as I said earlier, it leaves you wanting something more every night. And it's not one of those first rules of show business is leave them wanting more compliments. It's why am I looking at this? Why are they continually disinterested in making a defensive stand for four or five minute stretches in a row? Why is a a team like the Detroit Pistons just slashing and burning through the paint on the way to the rim with just no problems or worries about it at all, all game long? I don't get it. So if this is their best effort, problems. I don't think it's a switch, though. I think it may be that they do not have enough guys in the second unit for whom defense is a priority. And that would include Jordan Poole. And I'm not going to sit here and bash him because it's clear what he is for them. He's a scorer. He's a shooter, to be more specific. But, you know, DiVincenzo, eh. Anthony Lamb, eh. Ty Jerome, eh. They don't have the Otto Porter, Gary Payton, you know, minutes here, minutes there of Iguodala, who can clamp down on teams, who who make defense a priority. And I think that's... A, to me, again, it's a roster construction problem. To me, one of the things that's kind of nuts about this is I'm starting to look at Anthony Lamb and look at his minutes and like what I'm, I'm seeing. I, like, I, I understand why he's out there, but there's even a diminishing return on him because they're going to have to make a roster move in order to sign him to a full contract. He's a two-way player. And look, it's you know Andre Iguodala, what are you going to do this year? Are you actually going to contribute on the court? Because if he's just some, you know, he, he's like a, a mascot at this point. He's a Svengali on the end of the bench who dis- dispels wisdom to everyone. He's basically our basketball Rasputin. Well, then cut him and tell him that they will buy for him that first seat next to the Warriors bench every single game going forward. And so even though he's really not on the team, he's still on the team and he can come into the locker room and he can be a part of the guys. If that's what it's going to take, because they need, they need, they need, they either need Andre Iguodala to find the fountain of youth and really start contributing, or they need to tell Anthony Lamb, like, yeah, we didn't need to worry about what games we are or aren't using you in because you're going to be along for the rest of the ride. I'm not saying that Anthony Lamb is the difference, but he's actually one of the things I've taken out of the category of might be a problem and put in the category of could be an asset. But he's, part of the problem in that he's not a consistent defender and I think it's not about what Andre Godala is or isn't doing because they told you at the beginning of the year and they have maintained it that Andre Godala's contributions are going to be measured when the games get important March April May etc he's only been back for two games he's only played 12 minutes they've let you know that look, this is how we're playing him it's the fact that they can't rely on defensive games where you just go, God, how's a team going to score on them? There have been too many games where they've given up 120. And 120 is not a magic number anymore. But it is a sign that you're paying less attention to defense than you are trying to get to 121. They're giving up 117.7 points per game. Yeah. I mean, it, it just, it, it's, it's hard to find success 
with that yeah. number attached to you. <laughs> and and that's what and that's my point is that their failures, if you want to classify them as that, are largely defensive. And defense is cohesion. They haven't been very cohesive. And I mean, who are the guys who night in and night out you know what you're getting? Green, Curry, Wiggins. Everybody else Looney. Yeah, Looney, you're right. I should include him. Um, everyone else is prone to ups and downs, and the Warriors were not an up 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 and down team in the past. They weren't an up and down team very much last year. Uh, I think that's the difference. It's just you cannot bank on what you're getting from them night in and night out. And they're at the halfway point. I mean, even last year, you knew coming out of the shoot who they were. They were 18 and 3 at one point. And that's because they were lockdown defenders as a team. And I just I know that I probably focus too much on the defensive side of the ball, but that's how they made their rep. That's how they won in 15 and 17 and 18. That's why the classification of their jump shot shooting team never really fit, even though they took a lot of jump shots because they had great shooters. To say a team is a jump shooting team is to say they were soft and the Warriors were, you know, iron sharpening iron on the defensive side of the court for years in a row. You you took it for granted. A, a lot of fans did. You just took the defensive effort for granted and you can see how much the equation changes without it. The Warriors' true saving grace so far of what has to be you know, universally said a disappointing 41-game start coming in at 20-21 and 21 through their first 41 games. We are at the halfway point. They're under 500 by a game here. You know, the Warriors, they're only seven and a half games back of two teams that are tied for the top spot. I mean, there is a lot of basketball still to play, and nobody has pulled away. It feels like the entire NBA this basically said, yeah, first 40 games of the year, we ain't going to really worry too much about that. Is it time to start worrying about it now? And, you know, you talk about Andre Iguodala is here for when the games matter. It felt like the universe existed at a time where the Warriors were going to be the sole decision makers in what games really mattered to them. That luxury, I think, has been removed. There is a new variable in the equation of when games should start mattering to the Warriors. And that's the rest of the NBA. Because they're no longer the team that has the collective willpower to just beat any and all comers under any and all circumstances. Things have changed. And I think they got to drop that arrogance that is, yeah, we'll decide when it's important. When you're 20 and 21 on the year, games are important right now. Like, importance has chosen this moment more than you get to choose the moment of importance. So, this moment, unfortunately, for the Warriors comes with a road trip, which we know has been, you know, their massive bugaboo so far. They've got a big road trip coming up, and we'll, we'll see how it looks. We'll see how it looks. San Antonio, Chicago, Washington, Boston, and Cleveland, three and two. Like, I would buy three and two right now, and so would Steve Kerr, so would Steph Curry, so would Dre, Clay Thompson. Bob Myers would buy three and two on this road trip, sight unseen. 100% they would. They used to live in a universe where three and true would be, you know, that. Ugh, that's unacceptable. That universe is gone, man. It's changed. 
The good news is, is that the man who is most important to the room is back in the room. And here is how Steph Curry said he felt after getting back on the court last night. After four weeks, it's obviously just kind of hit or miss on how much rust you'll have and how quickly you can get up to the speed of the game. And obviously with the flow and the way that they were playing, first quarter felt good just to be back out there and running with my guys and feeling the energy in the building again. Kind of hit a little lull in the second and third quarter. I felt like I got stronger as the game went on, which exciting knowing body will respond and come on this road trip and be able to continue to build my endurance back to where it was before the injury and then hopefully get everybody on the same page of how we need to go through this road trip and, and find a way to kind of right the ship after these last three games we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.